Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come inside, come inside. Come inside, the show's about to start. Guaranteed to blow your head apart. This is the Shannon Smith Shooting Podcast. Gas it up. Well, well, well. Welcome back indeed. 2020's been such a dumpster fire. I thought I'd pile on by bringing back the Shannon Smith Shooting Podcast. So, thanks for joining in. If I've got any listeners left, I've had a lot of requests to get back at it. And again, it's something I enjoy doing, but uh, just time and insert excuse here and kids and work and shooting and everything else. The other part of the issue is. Um, I discovered the Joe Rogan podcast. I think I'm the last person in the world to discover this, but I didn't realize he was like the granddaddy podcaster and been doing it forever. And I just saw Spotify bought all his content for like a hundred million dollars. So Spotify, if you're listening out there, you can have all my content for significantly less. Uh, but anyway, so I got really got into listening back into listening podcasts again and been going through a lot of his old ones and Picking out stuff as well as the other ones I, I listen to from time to time. So a lot of the car time, honestly, or truck time has been listening instead of talking. But I've been meaning to get back at it. and So we'll see how it goes. No promises. So much to talk about since the last time I I was with you guys. There's no way to, to cover it all. So I jotted down a few things I was going to hit on. We just had the, well, just, it's been a couple of months now, but had the multi-gun uh, USPSA Multigun Nationals and PCC Nationals at our place uh, that was scheduled for April, beginning of April. And then that's when kind of the world started falling apart. And uh, we were we were maybe not halfway, but we were about halfway through uh, actually building the stages. So I know like the second or third week in March, I'd been in contact with USPSA almost daily at that point, trying to make a decision. And um, that was the day we decided to push it and got some new dates and so that was kind of a bummer but um, we got her done so that, that match went off the uh, in the meantime there that kind of freed up all of a sudden I had like two months of nothing going on um, so I ran a corona sale on classes actually filled up pretty good uh, with classes and taught a lot so that was uh, appreciative appreciate everybody coming down and doing some training and I think it was just a mixture of a lot of people had free time with no work and get the hell out of the house and have something to do. We've been pretty much business as usual at the range, uh, aside from the postponement of that match. But, you know, day-to-day operations haven't really affected us. Uh, I guess we I guess we stopped our local matches there for a couple of weeks, not very long, and then maybe a month, and then we, then we got back at it. Uh, so I had an opportunity to teach a lot and shoot a lot of different stuff. Uh, I always try to shoot whatever my uh, student's shooting, so be it production or tactical or carry optics or open or whatever. Uh, so I did a lot of shooting, not a lot of specific training, but a lot of shooting. Uh, so anyway, the match just finally went off in June and uh, they went really well. We had um, average turnout for the multi-gun, you know, a little less than last year, but the, obviously the Corona thing going on and a lot of people either couldn't travel or were nervous about traveling, which I certainly understand. Uh, I did not shoot well for multi-gun. Um, I practiced a little bit. I shot definitely worse than I th- should have given the amount of practice I put in, but you know, nothing catastrophic. It was just every every stage, man. It was just something something little. Long range 
whooped my ass when it's my damn range and my damn targets. <laughs> um, we did something unique that we put uh, paper targets at 400 yards for the rifle, which to my knowledge hadn't been done before. And um, that kicked my ass. I missed, I missed both of them. And uh, so it was definitely unique. It was unexplainable. You know, there was, a, there was a steel target really close to the same distance, maybe within 30 yards or something. And I hit that no problem. So you'd think I would have used the same hold, but who knows what happened. Uh, Dan Horner came down and whooped everybody as always in, uh, in the tactical division and shot a great match. And um, so it was cool. And then right after that was PCC. And uh, Dan Bernard was range master for me along with, uh, along with Troy. And Dan and I were talking. Like, the PCC Nationals was, was one of the funnest matches I've shot in a while. Um, you know, say what you will about PCC, but I dig it. And uh, for a lot of reasons, it's, I think, just working with the rifle from a tactical standpoint, because I teach a lot of rifle classes, and then from a three-gun standpoint, uh, just in the sense of, like, physically moving the, the rifle around inside of a, a shooting bay, uh, around walls, dealing with the 180. I think that's beneficial uh, for three-gun and general rifle training. I, mean, I don't know that I'm ever going to be a PCC uh, professional or it's going to be my main division, but I really do enjoy shooting it. And uh, we had a great time shooting the match. We had a couple of days of staff day and then the main match on the weekend. Uh, but we were laughing at Dan and I that I think the, um, the biggest reason it was so much fun is we had just come off three gun or multi gun, which was just a, it's just a lot of work, man. Like I know there's three gunners do it all the time. are used to it. And despite my best intentions, I never did dive into three gun as much as I'd planned on doing forever. Uh, but it's just a lot of work, just physically carrying your shit around from stage to stage and, you got so much guns and so much ammo and it's hot and it was just a pain in the ass. So all of a sudden when when you get uh, get down to one gun and one ammo and no holster, no belt, that's pretty nice. Uh, so that match was cool. I, I shot actually pretty well there at one one penalty, which I was proud of. Uh, and it was a dumbass shot through the wall, forgetting my or not not taking into not taking into account the the scope offset. So technically I hit the target. Unfortunately, I went through the wall, so it was a miss. But uh, other than that, I had no penalties, so I felt good about uh, good about the accuracy. The speed was pretty close. I ended fifth, ended, uh, ended up fifth overall, which is I was pleased with. I was looking for top ten, even even top fifteen, really at that match. There was uh, you know just the one division and a lot of heat, a lot of good PCC shooters, a lot of good rifle guys coming over from three gun. You know, a couple names that I didn't know uh, were right there at the top. And uh, that's the cool thing about PCC. It just brings brings new elements into our game. Um, so I was happy with the finish, happy with the, happy with the performance. Uh, Max Lee Grandis came down, uh, whooped everybody again. I think this is the fourth one, I think. He's won them all. I think this is the fourth, uh, the fourth PCC Nationals. And uh, he's just on another level, you know. There's people like that out there. Eric Grafell comes to mind and... Um, you know, you look at Steel Challenge and Max and KC and BJ, they're just they're just out there on a different level, and uh, that's the way Max is with, with PCC. So um, I was interesting because I don't know him that well. We've, um, you know, I consider him a friend. We, we've gotten along, and we, we talk from time to time on, about match stuff, and I was out there in Utah for 
at Magnus last year and um, talked to him there a little bit. Uh, follow his, his Instagram is really cool if you don't follow social media. But um, you know what? Everybody posts the cool shit on Instagram, right? You don't you don't you don't post your your fifty yard bullseye group. You post your five yard one to five drill or your build drill or something. And so I'm the same way. Uh, so that's all I really see about him is he's uh, lightning fast and the um, was that Lucas Oil thing a number of years ago where he had that little issue with the everybody thought he was bump firing or doubling the trigger. He's just he shoots insane, insane splits. And of course that's what you always see. So I have a you know a reputation of having some technical accuracy, high accuracy level matches and you know certainly for national championship is going to be the case and certainly certainly if you're running a damn rifle at that match it's going to be the case so uh i was interested to see you know if he could actually shoot and not just not just crank on the trigger and you know I, as a as a competitor myself i kind of i kind of knew the answer but uh he certainly can shoot we had plenty of tough shots plenty of tight shots partial targets odd positions um a lot of hard left-hand leans, and, you know, he paced the field. So hats off to him. He shot a great match um, for his additional national title, whatever whatever number it might be. Uh, but good for him. We'll see what happens next year. I haven't seen the schedule yet on where they're going to go or how it's going to work or what the breakdown is going to be. But uh, I, think, I think the standalone format for PCC is pretty cool. Uh, it just allows you to do stuff that – um, that you wouldn't do, and I say you wouldn't do at a pistol match, which makes me sound like one of the haters, but that's not the case. It just, you know, it allows you to do uh, interesting things that you're not going to see when it's combined uh, with another division. Uh, so along with the rest of the dumpster fire, the world shoot was postponed. So we're supposed to be going to Thailand here in a month or so. Uh, that was pushed off, uh, I think, ex exactly one year. So that'll be next next fall assuming the world gets back to normal and that kind of derailed my plans for the year i was gonna fire up the world shoot training i'm on the u.s open team um again which i didn't think i'd make it again so that was kind of cool uh excited to, to get a little revenge for my last performance of the world shoot but i was going to be ramping up my training for that uh probably mid-june or so early June, something like that was the plan. And then, you know, with everything that happened, I just I didn't, no need to get around to it that quick. So I don't know what I'm gonna do this year. Um, probably just play around, have some fun, shoot some different things. Uh, as I mentioned, I've, I always try to shoot with my students shooting in classes. So I've been, uh, been handling just about every gun in the safe over the last couple of months. And then we've of course had three gun and PCC. So a lot of time on those. And we got some stuff coming up and the remainder of our year here, but I'll be bouncing around guns as well. So I think I'm just going to continue to do that, bounce around, shoot some different things, just enjoy, enjoy shooting. And then hopefully next year, if all's well in the world and we're back on schedule for the world shoot, then I'll get the training plan ramped up again uh, for the open gun. Uh, so what we got coming up here, this is middle August. Uh, I'm going to the single stack nationals. So looking forward to that. That's in a couple of weeks. Um, so I'm not getting a ton of practice in, but I did get out today for the first real practice session for single stack, and I should get out the rest of this week and at least a couple of days next week. 
Uh, we have Area 6 before that, uh, the weekend before that, actually, which is next week. And I'm going to shoot single stack in Area 6 just because it's, it's a week out, so that'll give me a little bit of match practice, at least at least one major match. Uh, I've shot one local, probably get one more local in, I guess, before we go. Uh, so Area 6 and single stack nationals, and then, of course, the revolver nationals is the uh, same weekend, single stack and revolver are up there in Talladega. Uh, so I'm going to shoot Revolver Nationals. I really enjoy shooting that gun, although I never do. Uh, be pretty much zero practice on that one, but I'm getting my ammo ramped up and at least make sure the gun's working and the trigger's working and I can hit something with it. Uh, so I'll be the day after, uh, day after single stack, so I'll be ready, ready for that as well. Um, you know, speaking speaking of the ammo, with everything going on in the world, ammo, ammo crunch is on again, so that's going to be a little tough for everybody. I know it's um, hasn't really hit me yet. I have pretty good stock, but it's gonna. I mean, rifle ammo is probably where I'm hurting the most right now. Uh, nothing's gonna change for the election, so it's you know would have been ramping up now anyway with the election cycle and the corona and the race world race wars just made it worse. So good luck out there. I'd say if you find it and buy it, and I know it's expensive, but. Uh, you gotta have it. It'll it'll wind down after that. I'm sure it always it always does. And then a bunch of stuff coming up. Uh, coming up here, we have the PCC Palooza just put on the schedule at our place. Scattergun, our shotgun fiasco. Uh, that'll be at our place as well. Monster match is gonna be back on this year. Uh, right after the nationals, which is our place also the the uh, the big four uh, divisions of nationals. And then, man, we, before we know it, we'll be right in the next year's schedule. So Florida State's in January. We also have the IDPA uh, Florida State Championship coming back. Uh, that's going to be at our place as well. So that's cool. And then, uh, of course, Florida Open will be a big one too. So a lot going on. i got a lot more to cover um, on the tactical side of the house. You know, hope you guys are prepared for all the craziness going on in the world and shortage of toilet paper and shortage of ammo and crazy protests. I'll dive into that a little bit on the next one. I'll kind of keep this one short and sweet just to get back in action, get something up on the on the website, and uh, we'll be in touch. See you on the range. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come inside, come inside. There behind the glass stands a real blade of grass. Be careful as you pass. Move along.